What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for coming back and listening to another episode of Deep and Wide Podcast. I am Pat Walter. I am your host, and it feels good to be back behind the microphone after a much-needed break. Um, yeah, I thank you guys for, for being patient. Um, you know, it's been about a month since we posted anything, and I've uh, just been going through a lot of things and praying about a lot of things, and it uh, feels good to be behind the microphone again. So thank you for joining me. Again, Pat Walter, uh, host of Deep and Wide Podcast. We're also with Resolute Ministries, Costa Luz, a few other things. So check out Resolute Ministries. We we support widows and orphans in Kenya through Pastor Fred and uh, partner with Seat at the Table Ministries down in Belize. And then we also lead Casa de Luz here locally in Las Vegas, um, which is a nonprofit down in a uh, high-crime, low-income neighborhood that we uh, get the privilege of just loving on those families in that community. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> if you, I'm sorry if I have to clear my throat a few times. I've had a bit of a sore throat for the last week or so. But all in all, we're doing okay. Um, this week, um, you know, it's January. And it's a new year, and everybody likes to start off, and we we talk about getting healthy, and everybody, normally gym memberships see a jump. Talking to a buddy who's a trainer, he said that they actually didn't see that a whole lot this year due to COVID, but this is kind of the season where everybody wants to get healthy, and we eat right for about you know, 30 to 60 days max, <laughs> and then everybody joins a gym, we, we decide to get healthy, and that's kind of the season. We make New Year's resolutions, things that we want to accomplish. Um, <clears throat> I look back in, in my life and be like, man, I really suck at the New Year's resolution. I don't really make them over the last you know five to ten years. I kind of have some some goals, things I want to attain, but I, I just I just don't like the idea of waiting until January to to do some of them. So um, you know, well, getting healthy. You know, I started getting healthy in August because I realized that's when I wanted to lose weight, not coming up in January. So. Uh, but today, I want to talk about, you know, getting healthy spiritually. And so if you listen to the last episode of 2020, I, I, t- I was very just honest and transparent about wrestling with myself, wrestling with my own internal narratives, uh, being honest with myself. Um, I really felt like 2020 was just this this wrestling with God, wrestling with myself, wrestling with not necessarily identity, but just things with the Lord, you know, um, <clears throat> and that's kind of been the season I feel like I've been in for, you know, 18 months. Vegas has taught me a lot of things, or I should say my time in Vegas, not Vegas itself. And um, yeah, so so kind of coming into the new year, I, I just had this moment with the Lord of like, man, I, I need to kind of get back to the basics. And what I want to do before I start talking about like, how do we get healthy spiritually? I want to give you a, a little bit of the backstory so you understand what I'm saying. Because um, I think many have been on this journey with the Lord, and we see these different seasons within our own lives. And, you know, when you first get saved, you're super zealous. You know, you're you're on fire. You're excited. Um, everything is new. God's doing great things. Um, and, and there's just this season of zeal, man. And, you know, that's that's how I started out. You know, I got saved in a prison cell, and I'm, like, running after the Lord, and I get out, and... You know, um, <clears throat> then, uh, you know, I start working for a church and kind of like, you know, you, you're growing in this and then you get married. Like just listen, the first three to five years are just phenomenal. 
uh, walking with the Lord. And I'm not saying the rest hasn't been, but again, there's there's a progression. Um, and, and then you start to gain some knowledge with your zeal, right? Um, and then a guy like me who, you know, young, um, ruggedly handsome and good-looking, um, I'm joking with that one there, but but you, you honestly, you just start to kind of shift towards arrogance a little bit, um, and you start to feel like you know some things, and you start to learn some theology or something, um, and then you kind of borderline this this arrogance where the Lord has to eventually pop your pride bubble, um, but then and then it also starts to shift more over to religious, you know, and, and then the self righteous. We don't ever like to admit that one about ourselves, but it's true. You know, you get self-righteous, you become religious, it becomes about the things that you're doing. And you kind of swing this whole pendulum over here, and you become a guy you don't want to be, and not intentionally, but unintentionally. But I mean, you still love the Lord, but now it's, you know, it's about the the doing rather than the being you you know it's like yes i'm saved by grace but you know i read this much i study this much i pray this much i i go to church this many times a week and i'm doing this ministry and i'm doing this and it, and it just becomes about the doing and not the being and so you kind of pendulum swing over to this side and then you know for me i realize like man i i don't like this guy i remember one point my my mom and my wife and my sister were all like man you're just you're so serious all the time now. Like, you don't even joke. You don't have fun. You don't play. Um, I, I didn't have any hobbies. Like, my, my life was consumed by ministry. And I was like, man, I don't I don't want to be that guy either. Um, and, and then over the next couple of years, you kind of pendulum swing the entire other way over to freedom, as we would call it, right? It's like, man, I'm not religious. You know, it's freedom. God, Christ set me free. And we talk about our freedoms. <clears throat> And even, you know, Paul talks about it, just because I'm free to do things doesn't mean that I should, right? And I'm not saying that, you know, you kind of steep into all these different sins, but you just kind of pendulum swing the other way. I'm like, man, I just, just want to be free, I just want to walk the Lord, I just want to love him, um, you know. Uh, and then so you swing the pendulum that way. And you're kind of like anti-religion and, and structure and all these things, and I just want to be free. Um, and then I, you kind of look and you're like, okay, you know, there are some things that are good. And so kind of what I want to talk about in, you know, getting healthy spiritually is really finding the maturity and finding the difference between being religious and being disciplined. There is a difference. They're not the same thing. And I used to think they were. I was like, well, you know, listen, discipline is more religion. And if I, you know, do this, this, and this, and this structure, then then I'm not free. Um and if you know me at all, you you, you kind of know that I I value freedom um, and and can be a little bit of a wild card at times. Um, but I'm also realizing that it, it was that you know full swing away from being self righteous and religious and the doing, um, you know, away from like well I I didn't have a structured Bible reading time I didn't have a structured you know, prayer time. And again, I'm not saying that you have to have these exact things, but you kind of swing away and you're just kind of like, woo, I'm having, I'm doing this and I'm doing this. And yeah, I mean, I love the Lord. We're, we're doing cool things. And, you know, we're, we're just being led by the Spirit, um, which I do believe we should be led by the Spirit. But as we mature, theoretically, <clears throat> 
um, we should also mature in this. And so uh, I'm going to land on this right here. Is getting healthy spiritually for me in 2021 is looking like re-implementing structures or disciplines. Um, I remember when I was younger in the faith, and I remember reading, um, oh man, what was it? Uh, Oh, Disciplines, um, I think it was Disciplines of a Godly Man. No, 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 no. I remember what it was. The Celebration of Disciplines by, I think it was Richard Foster. Uh, great book. I should probably go back and read it one of these days. Um, but but there's the, I think he did 12 Disciplines, Celebration, Prayer. Like, I mean, it's just a good book. Go check it out. I, I should probably repurchase it. Um, but it just kind of lays out, listen, discipline isn't a bad thing. And there's spiritual disciplines that we can walk according to, which will give health. One of the things that I struggled with in 2020 and probably 2019 as well. And I think a lot of uh, pastors and leaders struggle with this. We just don't like to acknowledge it, but I, I, I have to. Is the majority of my Bible study, the majority of my Bible reading, the majority of the time that I spent in the Word, in all honesty, was for sermon prep, a Bible study, a teaching. Like it was always for something else. I'm not saying that I never read the Bible for myself, but the majority of it had some, some, else in mind, some alter, ulterior, you know, whether it was a motive or, you know, intention of like, oh, I got to read it because I have to teach this, or I got to read this because I got to do this. And 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 that became the uh, priority in my scripture time, not just I'm reading scripture for reading scripture. So number one for me was just getting back into a healthy rhythm of the word um, and, and just reading it for me with no motive other than I, I want to read your word, Lord, and hear from you. So one of the things I did is I picked up my, my chronological study Bible, and I'm not going to lie, I skipped the first five books of the Bible because I feel like we always start those in the new year and we never get through Numbers and, and uh, Leviticus. But I, I just jumped right into Samuel um, and the story of, of David, and I've just been reading that. you know. So every night, for the most part, five, six nights a week, I just lay in bed and uh, I, I don't have a, I'm going to read one chapter, I'm going to read eight chapters. I just I just read until my eyes hurt, you know, or, or I'm too tired to read anymore. You know, sometimes it's three, sometimes it's, you know, 13. And just kind of reading scripture for the sake of reading scripture. And I think that's one of the key ingredients to just getting healthy spiritually. It's, it's just getting my heart right that I'm not, you know, studying the word. So then now... <clears throat> Um, when I do need to study for whether it's a sermon or a Bible study or you know a teaching or something else, um, it's on top of what I'm already reading. And again, th- this is elementary stuff, but the truth is uh, I-, I know too many people who struggle with that um, where-, where we're just reading it for everything else rather than just reading it to be with the Lord. And my- one of my prayers with the Lord is just reading it with new eyes, you know, um, uh, you read the Bible, you know, 15 years, probably longer because as a kid, you know, you knew the stories. But just, just okay, Lord, I, I don't want to come to Scripture assuming that I've already read these stories. And uh, he shows you new things. So that was number one. Number two was um, I, I have never been great at the, the structured prayer time. Um, you know, I know some people who are like, hey, you know what? I pray for an hour at this point, and I pray for an hour at this point um, or 30. You know, I mean, listen. There are intercessors, um, there are, you know, as we would call prayer warriors, the phrase isn't in the Bible, but it's what we call them, people who pray for long periods of time. 
Um, I, I like the passage of Scripture where Jesus said, listen, I, I know what you want before you ask. You don't have to you know, use much words. And, um, you know, just, just say what you need. I'm like, amen. I like that one. Uh, but I do want to be more intentional about praying first. Stop, pray. Problem, pray. Um, praying throughout the day. You know, one of the things that, that I, for me, again, um, everybody's going to be in a different place on this one, but, but I, I do pray in the spirit and I pray in tongues. Um, I have very kind of, um, specific beliefs about that. I don't think that it, it's not supposed to be something we do from a pulpit or for other people to hear unless there's an interpreter. I haven't personally been around that, but but I do pray in the spirit of my own time when I when I run out of words, right? When, when I don't know what I need to pray, that this is the, to pray in the spirit. But that's one thing I want to do more is pray in the spirit more. And then again, just throughout the day, you know, I've always been the type that just kind of prays throughout the day. I'll pray in the car, but just being more intentional if somebody says something or if something happens, um, being intentional about prayer, but also being um, more prayerful for, I don't want to say prayerful for myself, but just being, again, when we're praying, being honest about the things that I'm asking the Lord to do in my heart, um, and then praying that for others too. So uh, number two in getting sp- spiritually healthy for me is really just being more intentional in, in prayer throughout the entire day, uh, being more intentional prayer with my kids. And, and so another thing that we did, again, I have three kids and a wife. Um, you know, I think part of getting spiritually healthy is spending less time on technology. Um, I'm not going to say whether you should or shouldn't have social media. I'm not even going to jump into any of that. But the truth is I recognize that there's a direct correlation with the quantity of time on technology. And I'm not even saying social media. I'm just saying technology and the quantity of, you know, of like the, the, the well-being and our health. Um, and, and even in my own kids. So one of the things that we did that we made a shift was, you know, technology gets shut down at a certain time other than, you know, let's say Friday night, a weekend, I'll let them stay on just a little bit later, but seven 30, we shut technology down. We, we get together, we do a devotional as a family, have any conversation or answer any questions that the kids have. And then we pray together as a family and then we have from, you know, 7.50 to 8.15, um, just quiet reading time. So that's a time that I read the Bible in my, um, that time, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes. I'll just sit there and that's the time that I read. Um, that's the times that my kids read. And then we all just have like this downtime and we're just taking a break from technology and uh, the kids go to bed. And, and we realize that they actually go to bed better that way than if I let them stay on tech up till bedtime or close to bedtime. Um, just having that wind down time, but that wind down time is also wind down for my heart, for my soul, for my mind. Um, and, and so that's another thing that we did is just instituting that structure or that discipline in our family, and we've already seen great results. Um, and lastly, for myself personally, for getting healthy spiritually this year, the other thing I'm trying to do, and I'm not trying to make it like a daily habit, but a, a semi-regularly habit, and that's just r- writing things down. Um, I, I don't want to say I'm going to journal, but that's kind of what it is, just journaling, journaling thoughts, journaling scriptures. And sometimes for a guy like me who struggles to fall asleep, sometimes because my mind doesn't shut off, um, on the days where I feel like I have a lot going on and I, and I you know, you pray about it, but let's, let's be really honest. Like it doesn't mean it always just like disappears and goes away. Um, what I started to do is just kind of write down some of those things in, in the journal, like, okay, Lord, this is something on my mind. This is something on my mind. This is something on my mind. This is my prayer about it. This is someone on my mind. 
and and then just trying to kind of lay it all out um and i feel like that that has helped in some of the uh, maybe you know worry or you know sleeplessness in my mind I, I feel like so far this year i am sleeping better although on a side note just something funny i did take nyquil the other night because um i just wanted to sleep really well i had something i, I had to be at early in the morning and that was a mistake because you know i i don't i don't drink a ton and i don't take nyquil very often and i'll tell you what i felt like i was hung over after taking that nyquil <laughs> i slept like a rock but i woke up groggy um but but and again and that's another thing for me i've taken a lot more serious is my sleep um it sounds funny talking about getting spiritually healthy but sleeping trying to sleep better and i'm going to tell you what when 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 you sleep better and you eat better, which I've been trying to do, you know, minus the week of my birthday. Um, I feel like it, it's helped me spiritually. And what I mean by that is, you know, it, the Bible even talks about it sometimes is that sweet rest or sweet sleep. Like when, when I'm sleeping well, I just feel better and you feel rested. Um, and, and that is a spiritual discipline. Actually, I think that I think um, the book Celebration of Discipline even covers rest and sleeping and finding days to just rest. So there's a difference, sleep and rest. So sleeping is is good for your body, but then just finding that time to rest. And if you know me very well, like you, you'll know that rest isn't something I'm good at, but I'm really trying to get better at. And p- part of getting healthier spiritually for me is getting um, you know, getting hobbies and just getting time away and developing friendships. Um, and, and this is kind of the last thought that I'll, I'll close with for, for this podcast is, um, I think all too often what we do is we put such an emphasis and priority on the doing of ministry that we sacrifice our own health, whether that's physical health or spiritual health, you know, or mental or emotional health, all of them. Um, and that's something that I've, I've had to acknowledge that I've done. You know, um, one, one gut-wrenching revelation that I had about last year was that in many ways, um, parts of ministry had become idolatry. Nobody likes to admit that, and we don't like to talk about idolatry or, you know, may, maybe even publish it out or put it out there for everybody to know. But the Lord just really used, used a, another book called Lead by, um, um, oh man, I just lost it. Uh, Paul Tripp. Um, I, I love his stuff when he writes. He's a great writer. Uh, but but the Lord used some of that stuff to re- realize that there were still elements of where, where ministry was idolatry. And not that I worshipped it like we would consider an idol, but time, energy, mindset. Um, or, you know, just we got to be honest, guys, is... Uh, and I think guys struggle with this more, but I do. I, I've seen this in women too. But you know, I've never been a woman, so it's it's hard to say. But I've seen this in hum, humans in ministry, is the applause of man or the love of ministry or the the things that come with it or the acknowledgement. Um, sometimes is actually our motivating factor, not the applause of heaven, and if it was the applause of heaven, then we wouldn't need any applause here. Um, and for me, it was, again, it comes back to that doing mindset of, of how we, how I became self-righteous in the, is that it's in the doing of the ministry where we feel like that's where identity or our purpose or, you know, um, 
our goodness come from? You know, like I'm righteous because I do these things or I'm good because I'm, or the Lord loves me because I do these things. Or I feel even for myself, I feel better when I'm doing the work of the ministry, so to speak. And that's all idolatry. It's, it's lifting things above the Lord. And putting him back in his right place is the best thing that I've been doing to get spiritually healthy. It's just putting ministry in its in its place. Ministry and doing the work of the Lord is good and right, but um, it's not what makes me who I am. And these are things that, again, we can theologically have knowledge, and I've theologically had knowledge of many things over the years, but then there's the reality of them working themselves out in our heart, Um you know, and, and having right motives. Uh, the Apostle Paul and Peter talk about motivation and motives several times in the New Testament writings. Um, and, and I think I think it's First Peter, maybe it's Second Peter, who even tells us to analyze our motives. Um, and, and that's something that we need to do, guys. Is it, especially if you're doing anything in, in ministry or trying to, is j- just ask the Lord, hey, reveal one of the prayers that I've prayed and is like, you know, reveal in me anything that, that isn't in, in line with you. And that includes the, the motivations and intents of my heart. And again, we're, I'm not saying that any of us are going to be perfect or we're going to have arrived, but I think for me, 2021 is just about getting spiritually healthy. And if I get spiritually healthy, and then, then I work on mentally and physically healthy um, and emotionally healthy, then I'm going to be better off at relational healthy, you know, whether that's with my spouse, my family, my kids, the people around me. And, and then we'll just be healthy, and healthy to me uh, means a greater impact than just trying to do it all and finding ways to say no, being what to say yes to and how to do it, but also realizing that so much of this is going to be the people around me and making sure we stay healthy. So, And I do believe God's going to be doing some great things in the Capital C Church in 2021, and he's also going to be doing some pruning in it, and I do think he's going to be doing some shifting in it, um, especially in America as we go through. It's going to be a roller coaster of a season, guys. I can tell you that much. Um, I'm not going to say I'm a prophet, but I, I can say that I see some things on the horizon, and I do think that he's going to shift... Um, church as we know it and um, we can either be on the front end or the back end of it so um, I do pray that you're getting spiritually healthy that you find what that is for you Um, but I know again just laying it down simplicity is number one you know having a a solid time with scripture prayer for me rest sleep um, and, and then just recognizing the motives and intentions of our heart. So, um, guys, I hope that challenged you, maybe inspired you a little bit, um, one or the other. Um, if you if you want, feel free to reach out. Um, my Instagram, which I'm not on all the time, um, is Pastor PW um, or Deep the Letter N Wide Podcast. Um, if you shoot me a message, it should come to my messenger. Um, But guys, I I would love to hear from you again. I appreciate all the support and um, God bless you guys.